Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. He has raised us up together and made us what? I know, I'm coming to tell you something. We were the only people that when we were born, we were sitting. (laughs) Every other being that is born, look at it. He raised us up together and made us boom. The day you were born, born again. Oh, I don't have time to get into. Yesterday, I was teaching them something. I was teaching them about about Brephos, about Nepios, about Heos, Technon, Paidion. Don't, don't say, teach me. Sometimes you need to give me board here, okay? Friday, you put it away. <laughs> oh, he has raised us up together. Thank you, Jesus. And he has made us sit together. In where? In where? Look, in heavenly places, you are in Christ. That, that's the difference. In the heavenly places, isn't heavenly places enough? But in the heavenly places, you are in Christ. That is your aeon. Go on. Then he said that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through. Where is that age? The day Jesus died and rose, we entered into another age. That was when the church was born. So now we have entered into the age where we enjoy and experience his exceeding riches, his kindness. Don't you understand? He said, even when you make a mistake, he said, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may what? Obtain mercy. We have come to the aeon. We have come to that age and that age is Christ. Of course, when he said, I am going to prepare a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. He was not talking about heaven because heaven is not the final place or the destination. If heaven is the final destination, we will not be coming back onto the new Jerusalem. Heaven. Let me show you what will happen in heaven. If you die today, if you want to die, you die today. And you go to heaven. Of course, you are going to heaven. You are going to wait for all your brothers to come. You see it? So, when during the rapture, when we all go to heaven, there will be some unbelievers who must be believers. There are some unbelievers today who think they don't believe. But when the rapture happens, you know that you will know that they believed in hiding so they will become evangelists they will take our bible that's why you must buy the hard by physical bible so that when you rapture somebody can take your bible and use if you have phone your password no, nobody can open your password eh? so go and buy one hard <laughs> do you agree with me so that when you are raptured, they will see your Bible like, oh, that is, they will look in, the, they will see. 
Wow, Apostle Doctor. Oh, then this Bible, they will go to heaven. Then they begin to read. And they will find... Listen, their time will be very serious. Because the Holy Spirit would have been taken. Angels would have been taken. The saints would have been taken. You and I would have been... And the Antichrist would emerge. During what we call his next three and a half years. Because you see, for seven years, the Antichrist will reign. The first three and a half years, he will come like the angel of light. He will bring peace. He will cause the nations to, 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 to come together and smoke peace pipe. I don't know how long that pipe is, but they will smoke. But that pipe is only for three and a half years. Then they will love him. He will, the Bible says he will call fire from heaven. He will be healing people. He'll be, they'll be like, wow, what kind of man is this? this they'll be like, this is the savior we have been looking for. Satan is deceiving them. By that time, we would have been in heaven. Those of you that are inquisitive, don't come and stand and watch. Don't be looking. Go and enjoy. Go and swim. Go and, go and eat apple and stuff. Eh? Go and drink river of life. Eh? Go and do things. Then, then you know what will happen? The Antichrist will go to Jerusalem because the church in Jerusalem must be rebuilt. And so they will rebuild it. And when it is rebuilt, he will now enter and start declaring himself as God. That is what we find in Ezekiel chapter 28. A lot of people mistaking Ezekiel chapter 28 as the devil when he was in heaven claiming to be God. No. Ezekiel chapter 20 talks about the Antichrist when he was claiming, he's claiming to be God. Now, when he starts claiming to be God, no one can claim to be God. You understand? So, one of the nations will rise up and fire Israel. When Russia fires Israel, the Antichrist will be like, what? If you want to believe what I'm saying, tell Jesus, leave me here. <laughs> you know and then he will say ah look at all the good things I'm doing is that why you guys will pay? you know that's where his wrath the bible call it the three and a half years and that's what the bible says you would wish death will come for you but death will run away do you know why death will run away because even death knows that his last day is coming so he that doesn't want to fool around plenty. <laughs> you know? So he will start dealing with men. And that's when the, the whole hatred will come upon those who didn't go to heaven but yet became Christians. The Bible says, Jesus said, it is better you put a yoke on your neck and drown, you know, under the sea. He said, the times of Sodom and Gomorrah is better. And trust me, Satan is not going to chase anybody but Christians who will remain here. And he will deal with them. You, there's no, the Bible says that the image of the Antichrist shall be everywhere. Image, oh, like statue. It's an image, right? But the Bible says that Satan shall empower the statue to a point that when you pass by and you don't say, he said, the statue is empowered to kill you. The statue is empowered to kill you. That's what the Bible says. And then, that's the time that, you know, things will be so difficult that those who cannot stand will say, look, it's just a mark. But the Bible says that anyone that shall receive the mark, the Bible says his name shall be taken out of the book of life. No, people have thought wrongly they think when you receive Jesus, that's when your name is written. But actually, every man's name is in the book of life. Because of the plan of God, that all men will be saved and come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. But unfortunately, some will receive the mark. So those that you have received the mark, their names will be taken out. But that is not enough. We believers, that have our crowns waiting unto us. And we begin to live anyhow. There are pearls on your crowns that shall be taken. And for some of us, 
your crown shall be taken and given to another. So you shall be sitting at the banquet without a crown. Serve God with everything you have. Serve God with everything you have. And you see, in heaven, it's eternal. When your crown is given to another, it's eternal. There's no way you're going to work for it. Behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to each man according not, not how beautiful you look. But it's according to his work. And your work is not where you work at the bank or at the mall or where. The work in the body of Christ. The work. Listen, that reality is coming. That reality of God is coming. Where you do this. Because the Bible said there shall be gnashing of teeth. And there shall be weeping. And the Bible says, Jesus shall wipe away that tear. But he won't change that situation. Because your work is what has given you what you have. When you're working for the Lord. That's why I said, when you are working. He said, do it as though you are doing it unto the Lord. Not unto man. Because man doesn't give you the final reward. It is Jesus Christ. So even in your offices, he says, work as though you are working for the Lord. You know your boss is wicked. He's an unbeliever. He's cheating you anyhow. But he says, don't let's say that because of him, I will not work hard. I will not do what I'm supposed to do. If you do that, you are behaving as if he will give you a reward. But the rewards we are going to receive are rewards of eternity. And it is Jesus that is going to give us. So he said, work as though what? You are working on us unto the Lord. Are you with me? So the Antichrist will take over. Where will Satan be? So after the seven years, we will still be in heaven and join. After the seven years, some a lot of Christians will die here, but we will enter into another dispensation called the millennium. That's the thousand-year reign of Jesus. That's when we will have the sovereignty. Jesus will have every sovereignty. That's when we, the church, we shall reign with him. We shall be his wife. You see, the seven years shall be our preparation. And the thousand years, he'll become his wife. So, wherever he goes, we are with him. But as we begin to reign with him, in Revelation 22, as we begin to reign with Jesus, there shall be another kind of men. That was the plan of God for Adam. The kind of Adams. They shall be around and they shall worship us. And they shall see. They shall see all the glory that we are going to reap. It's called the riches of his glory. They shall see us enjoy, and they'll be like, Wow, look at God's goodness, look at God's mercy. See, everything that God did in the in a seat in the in the book of Genesis, we shall harvest in the book of Revelation. Because you see, the plan God had in Genesis chapter one, He did Adam didn't cause all to be revealed. So people are still going to give birth. But is it going to be nine months? You shall know when we get there. You will know that time that God gave women, Eve. Maybe Eve was supposed to give birth every three seconds, you see. But the Bible says, because of what she did, the Lord prolonged with pain. But in those times, they shall give birth with joy. Now, think about it. Why should you give birth to your offspring in pain? Something you love, it must be out of joy. Didn't you understand? Of his own will begat he us with the word. When God was giving birth to us, he gave birth to us not in pain, but in joy. So that is how men were supposed to give birth to men. Not in pain. You know, you know. Then I say, won't you come to the hospital? The man says, uh, I'm afraid. I say, who did this to me? Come there. Why? Because the woman is envisaging that she will go through pain. So you must hold the hand. Eh? Hold the hand and squeeze. Say, push. But not all men. Some will collapse. <laughs> but that's not how God wanted it to be. God wanted you to give birth to your children with joy. See your child come out of you. That's why we call it offspring. Of, of your own kind. Why, why is your own kind coming out and you are screaming and you are in pain? And sometimes you vow in your head that I will never come here again. But you will come. But you will come. <laughs> Look at it. Of his own will. 
begat he us. Show me TPT. With the word of truth that we should be. Look at it. God was yeah. He was delighted. He was delighted to give us birth. So we see all these things. Okay, so um, yeah. Okay. So apart from God revealing himself through his word and his spirit, he also decided to reveal himself through creation. Now, the truth is that any form that God begins to reveal himself through, people fight it. When Jesus came as the revelation of God, they fought him to the core. Even the Holy Ghost. People speak against him and he's always weeping. See, when you are friends with him, one day you will know the Holy Ghost Christ. He will share with you. You will feel his burden. Talk to him. Talk to him. Holy Spirit, what, what's up today? How do you feel? You come in there, you start, you start tearing, you start doing. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it happens to me in the morning when I'm driving, I'm going to work and I'm talking to him. And there will be a song, I'm asking, Holy Spirit, are you okay? What is up? You know, by the time I realize, <laughs> and I'll cry for, like cry. People will be looking at me crying. In traffic, I'll be weeping. <laughs> Sometimes I cry, like tears. Cry. <laughs> cry. For, and then when he's done, it was just seized. When he seizes, everything dries. Before I clean my face, everything is gone. Then I will know, oh, okay, he's grieved. Maybe I grieved him. Or maybe somebody grieved him. So what do you do? You engage him in fellowship. You talk to him. Thank you for your embrace. You can tell him, Holy Spirit, please sit down. Please take a seat. Say, how's Jesus doing? Say, Holy Spirit, yesterday I hit my hand against, did you realize that? It was so painful. You're not mad, though. It's called fellowship. They say relationship without communication will fail. How can you have a fellowship, a, a fellowship with the Holy Spirit and not commune, not talk? Or you think talking is, oh, no. It is part of it. But listen, he wants to know every detail of your life. That movie you watched, you can share with him. Holy Spirit, you saw me watching that movie. I know you wanted me to pray, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, one, say this until one day you say, Holy Spirit, can you put your arm around me? If you haven't felt that thing, you, have not, you haven't gotten there yet. We were sleeping and I wanted mommy to wake up. But I didn't want to touch her. I was so tired, I, I couldn't want to touch her. And I said, can you, can you please wake her up? After, t after one, one minute or so, something hit her and she woke up. <laughs> she, the Holy Ghost woke her up for me. I'm that is how real he is. I was lying down, but I could literally see him standing on me, watching me. Don't you understand? He's like spreading his wings around you. That is why I have a problem. When people say, and the devil came to do me something... Unless you invite, that's a different case. Because there are some invitations you can give devils that the Holy Ghost can't do anything about it. And I told you about the one I experienced. When I asked him, he said, you, you allowed it. Don't you? I just showed you the Bible that Elijah caught fire. And God couldn't say anything. You can call demons into your room. And God can't say anything about it. Because you decide. In the same way, you can stop all devils outside. And the heaven says, yes, sir. This is what I do before I sleep. I say, Holy Spirit, I electrify the whole house with your power because you are here. I recognize your presence. I recognize your person. Thank you with your stre arm stretch. Arm. Stretch arm or whatever. He understands my language. <laughs> and thank you that you have filled my house. Every corner. 
Then I say, even the air that blows here is saturated with your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I go to bed. So for many, many days, when I'm sleeping, I don't pray. I jump into bed. Because I am dealing with an eternal God. So it's not like he comes to protect you today and he's gone. He doesn't do that. He is there. Sometimes I feel like how you position him is how he remains. <laughs> okay, but I am greedy. So let me tell you what I do. When I am done, I say, let the angels of God sit upon the roof. And let them take their position everywhere. I'm, that's how greedy I am. And I've done it before. I told you some armed robbers came into our area and, and then one person said, ah, how many security men do you have? He saw about 14 men. But there were angels in my house. Because I'll put some in front. I'll put some on the, on the roof. I'll put some on the walls. And as I'm saying, I, am, I, I begin to see by faith that the, the angels are sitting on my walls chatting. You think spiritual things are not there? didn't you see these things are realities and it takes truth to manifest it if Elijah did it fire you can also do it but the fire you are calling down is God is it the truth of God is it a reflection of God see you can call fire for yourself two kinds of fire fire that will go through you and bring out some hidden bad things it's called judgment. It will judge you, in, you know, immediately and let you know that this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, that is wrong, that is wrong. Then you begin to come out of it. You feel remorseful about it and you come out of it. That's one kind of fire. And there is another kind of fire that keeps you burning for him. That all men will see this fire and run to you. That's the fire he's interested in. Not fire to come and kill that enemy. Not that fire to kill that my auntie. Not that fire to kill that way. No, 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 no. No. See, that which you are talking about is a person with a spirit. God doesn't like the spirit, but he likes the person. Please understand the truth. Are you with me? Okay. So I said God reveals himself through what? Creation. Psalm 19 verse 1 to 4. Oh, somebody should quote it right now. The heavens declare. Uh, you are in the spirit. When you come back, declare. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Can you wave your hands to the spirit? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'll show you this. Do this a lot. Anytime you, f you find an atmosphere filled with his power and his glory, Keep waving your hands. It means two things. The Bible says that the lifting up of your hands is an evening sacrifice unto him. One day, I, was, I learned to do this. I didn't know what happened to me. And I, I kept waving my hands. And I was waving. My hand hit something like a rock. It hit, boom! There was a man of God standing here, blessing the power of God carried him and threw him. He was the only person that knew that something was standing there. Actually, the power of the Holy Ghost filled the whole room. I wasn't a preacher. I was a worshiper. And I had led them into worship. And the Spirit of God was teaching me about glory. And all I knew is that when the atmosphere is filled, you lift up your hands and you wave. It is prayer. David said, let the lifting up of my hands be as an evening sacrifice. What does he mean? It signifies and it preaches and talks about what? About the righteousness of God. His, his innocence for our sins. So anytime you lift up your hands in and the Holy Ghost bears witness. So anytime you lift up your hands when his glory fills the place, he knows that you understand what happened to Jesus. And mostly, he reveals himself. Do that. You can do that in your room. Anytime I'm worshiping and I'm fellowshiping my room and I do that, I begin to feel his glory filled in my room. See, all these things are truth in the word. We will learn it small, small. Okay? Next week, during the 20 days of faith fast, we'll be looking at the audacity of the word. We shall get into certain dimensions of the word. We shall prove the word. We shall know some truth. And we shall prove them within 20 days. You'll be amazed. Even if you are not ready, get ready. 
All right. He says, the heavens declare what? The The heavens declare what? What is the glory of God? The glory of God is the revelations of God. You see. Okay, let me help you here. So you, you know. Have you heard of the word revelation? Revelation. Revelations of God. Now, revelation about God is in two folds. We have what we call the natural revelation and we have what we call the special revelation. Now, revelation through creation is called the natural revelation because these are what you see. Special revelations are revelations you have by encounters, dreams, visions, you know, but most importantly, special revelation is by the word of God. Can you see that? So now, here is revealing God and his glory. When God begins to manifest, he's called glory. So the heavens declare of, of the glory of God. And the firmament showed his hand, handiwork. I think we can get TPT in um, Psalm. Splen- God's splendor is a tale that is told. Oh, Written in the stars. Do you remember? Space itself. You know, space itself speaks his story through the marvel of the heavens. I taught you that one. The story in the, in the night sky. His truth is on tall in the starry vault of the sky showing his skill in creation's craftsmanship. <laughs> Go on. Each day gushes out its, its message to the next. So when a day appears, is declaring the message of God. And I taught you, I mentioned to you, night and day, sun and the moon. So each day, gushes out its message to the next. Night by night, whispering its knowledge to all. Oh. Without a sound, without a word, without a voice being heard. So there is a communication, a revealing of God, but it is without a word, it is without sound, it is without anything, but it is revealing. It is revealing. Without sound, without word, without a voice. Yet, all the world can hear its echo. Where its message goes, what a heavenly home God has set for the sun, shining in the super dome, of the sky. And all these things are reflecting or revealing his glory, his power. It's revealing his reality. So people can look into the sky and you'll be like, wow, there is God. Some people don't believe that there is God. And God says they are foolish people because I'll show you Romans chapter 1. He says they are foolish because they don't see that all these things reveal my glory. Listen, some people call themselves atheists. Is that correct? But I'm telling you, there is no atheist. Every atheist knows there is God. It's just that they don't believe. They look into the sky and they see. They tell. Inwardly, they are the people that weep a lot. Look, you sit in a plane and it goes above the clouds. And you look at the clouds and you ask yourself, which material was used for this cloud? When you are below the cloud, it looks like the cloud is moving. But when you are above it, it's like a land. It doesn't change color. It's white throughout. But when you come down and you look at it, it changes to purple. You can see orange. You can see different blue. You can see all colors. The atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. The, oh, Jesus. You see the blue color? It's called the... I want to quote exactly what, is, what Moses said. The situation. It's called the situation of heaven. Can I show you? Exodus 24.10 See how he leaves his celestial chamber each morning, radiant as a bridegroom, ready for his wedding. Like a day-breaking champion, eager to run his course. (laughs) Oh! I love this. If you don't have any lyrics or poem or something, you can babba this. Okay, go to Exodus 
You found it. Mano fafa Mano fafa medawa You know, if you won't do it, eh? The Bible just told you that there are words, sound, and voices that are not heard. And as every day appears, God's message is being declared. Now, if you don't declare and praise him, God is not angry at you. The point is that he doesn't even need you. Apart from the thousands upon thousands of angels. Okay, okay, let me help you here, Jesus. Can I help you? You remember in the scripture, a lot of people quote it. They quote it wrongly. He says that if, he was telling the Israelites, if you don't worship me, I will raise up stones. Do you know who the stones were? You. He was not talking about physical stones. He was talking about the church as a stone. We are the living epistle. We are the stones. We are the living stones of God. So he was telling them that if they won't worship, he will lift up stones. Me too. When the Holy Ghost showed me, me too, I was like, I was, hey, hey. <laughs> that is why Jesus said, the Samaritan, Samaritan, woman, Samaritan woman said that uh, we worship in Jerusalem on the mountain. And he said, no, a time is coming and now is when the true worshippers, the stones, now, the stones are not just a different people. The stones are born again Jews and born again Gentiles together. <laughs> but at that point, he was talking to the Jews only. And he was saying, if you will not watch, because they did it as if they had to be bought, you know, he's bothering them. And it's like, there's coming a time where my people are just washing, as they are washing, you know, at their back backyard. As they are washing over here, manofafa, and goosebumps all over their bodies. They are in the kitchen, they are cooking. You know, they are batting in the washroom and they are busy and they are singing. Nobody forces you to do that. Why? Because the glory of God. Is made manifest in the stones. You are the living stone, and he is the chief corner stone amongst the living stone. Can't you understand that? <laughs> Say, I am, I am the living stone. Yeah, so today don't be saying that if you don't worship, he will lift up stone. There's no stone again for him to raise. He has already raised the stones. These things, when I'm teaching and the praise and worship leaders are there, they are looking at me, uh, they're like, Oh, sad, you know, like. It's like they don't know. One of them got in touch with me and said, said, Prophet, can you organize a teaching service for musicians so that we can write well? No, but I hear a lot of, don't you hear a lot of people say, it, even after today? Say, one sorry, say, one sorry now. Oh, I've been your name, Mama, I'm sorry. Me, my baby, I'm sorry. Me, oh, yeah, Boba, no. You are the stone. And I am glad I am the stone. I am the living. But you see, you are a different stone. You are the living stone. So when you are walking and you see a stone on the floor, just remember yourself that you are a stone. That stone is dead. But you are the stone that is alive. And your master is called the chief cornerstone. Didn't you hear? He said the stone that they rejected became. See, the Israelites thought they were killing him. They were throwing him off. But later on, he became, they were stones. But without them, they couldn't fit properly. <laughs> without Jesus, the church can't fit properly. Please learn the word of God. Yeah. Uh, you, he said, answered unto them. I tell you that if these should hear their peace, the stones will immediately cry out. So he wasn't talking about physical stone. So, you know, when I didn't know this, when I'm walking and I see stones, one day I was leading praise and worship. I took stones to the church and I was showing them. I said, look, how can you be there? And you know, you have all these emotions. 
you, you how can you be there and you have this stone worshiping God? Worshiping God. In my mind, as I was standing, my mind was like, ah, but they don't have mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> then we say, I want to catch you in the pan, I almost can't hear. Was not doubt me, my mumbo be answer. Me, I'm sorry, I Eh, me, my bubble be a messy maquin. no, You are the stone, eh? Oh, lack of knowledge. How can you be competing with stone? How can the living stone, living stone, be competing with non living? <laughs> the non living stone, please repent. If my followers were silent, the very stones would break forth with praises. Of course, they were silent around him. They didn't because they didn't know who he was. But we were born and made to sit together. So we knew him by sitting together. Because we all came, we are the Adephos. You see, we are identical twins coming from the same womb. The same womb that gave birth to Jesus, the same womb that gave birth to you. So as we're coming out, we know ourselves, said Charlie, what's up? We came out. He said, therefore, he's not ashamed to call them what? Brethren. Adephos, identical twins from the same womb. See, when you go to heaven, it's called brother Jesus. Yeah, he'll call you sister. I don't know. Sister Angie. Yeah. Exodus 24 10. Let me show you the situation of heaven. Hey, mommy, God brought the situation, situation, the situation of heaven. He brought it under his feet on the earth, on the mountain. Before he, before he released the Ten Commandments, he brought the situation of heaven. So anytime you see the blue sky, anytime you sit in the place, you see the blue sky, please just see the situation of heaven. He said, and they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone. And as it were, the body of heaven in his cleanness. Uh -huh. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel, he laid not his hand. Go back again. Which King James is this? Look, show me amplified. Okay. The heavens in his cleanness, the translation in the Hebrew is the situation of heaven. That's what it means, in the situation of heaven. He said, and they saw the God of Israel. That, that is a convincing manifestation of his presence. And under his feet, his feet, it was a pavement of bright sapphire stone. Like the very heavens in its cleanness. In other words, like the situation of heaven. That's what, the, that's what the Hebrew describes it. When you look at the classic King James, that's what it says. As the situation of heaven. What it means is that the sapphire is the color blue. The lapis lazuli. It is a throne that God is sitting on. Now, when you look at the lapis lazuli, the throne, the throne is as if it is stuck to God. When you see the throne, it's like God is sitting on, on a throne. The throne is sitting on, is joined together. It, so, the, see, God is inseparable from his throne. That is why he doesn't get up. No, the father doesn't get up. But the son gets up. The Holy Ghost comes out of him. That's how come he's seated. If he wants to go and speak to Aram, the father doesn't go. He will release his word from him. His word, the only begotten that proceeds from the, from the father, will get up from God and go and speak to Aram. If he wants to go and take this microphone, his spirit will come out of him and go and take. If he wants to go here, the spirit here will not go. His spirit will come out of him and go. If he wants to go here, this one will not go. This one will not go. His spirit will leave him and go and pick. If that is, if that is not possible, you can never have the Holy Ghost and she has the Holy Ghost. And those in America wouldn't have the Holy Ghost. But everybody, every Christian all over has the Holy Ghost because, you know, it's the same Holy Spirit that proceeds from the Father. Now, this suffer is what spreads. It's called the situation of heaven. And the Holy Ghost is the one that causes it. See, the color of heaven is blue. Because the blue that the Father sits on, in the book of Ezekiel chapter 1, it, says it sits on the sapphire stone. And that blue emanates. And it spreads out through the heavens. And now it has spread beyond heaven. 
from the first heaven even into the second heavens so that when men see the blue you just know this is the throne of God being stretched that all men will see why because the throne of God reveals his grace it talks about his judgment and is just the foundations of his throne his righteousness and is just actually his righteousness and is just at the foundation of his throne so when you see the blue sky it speaks of the righteousness of god in other words the grace of god that is made available to all men can you see this and that is what we call the situation of heaven what is the situation of heaven that all men will be saved and come to the knowledge of Christ. So when God came onto the why did he come onto the mount? When you read the next verse, he said, and he didn't kill any of them. Which is not something that was supposed to have happened. Because nobody sees God and remains. But in this instance, the Bible says, and the nobles of the Israelites, he laid not his hand to conceal himself from them, to rebuke or their daring or to harm them. But they saw the manifestation of the presence of God and they ate and they drank. At that point, he didn't kill them. Why? Because he came with the situation of heaven, his righteousness. And when God reveals his righteousness, he sees you just like himself. He, won't, he can't touch you. Can you see this? Okay. So the, the situation of heaven, that is the blue color. So the color you see there is not some fusion of some light and no and the clouds you see and the clouds you see there also represent the holy spirit the holy spirit is called the cloud it's called a cloud when jesus was going to heaven the bible says and a cloud received him when we are going to heaven it is the holy ghost that will receive us see during rapture it is the holy spirit that will receive you and hand you over to jesus if you know the story of Abraham, Rebecca, and Eliezer. Eliezer was the Holy Spirit. Abraham was father. Isaac was Jesus. Rebecca, the church. Eliezer, the Holy Ghost, went into a far country, got Rebecca, glorified Rebecca, put all the riches of Abraham's wealth, glory upon Rebecca. She was so adorned, beautiful, and she was sitting upon a camel. Together, they were sitting on two camels with eight camels that were not seated on. All the camels had were wealth, gold, diamonds, riches. That's what we call the an ending stream of his riches. Okay. And when they were coming, the Bible says that, and that's the type of rapture, Isaac was waiting for his bride. What was he doing? He was pacing up and down in the garden, waiting for the bride. How did he even know they were coming on that day? He waited. He waited. He waited. And the Bible says that, and at a point, when he lifted up his eye from afar, he could see his bride and Eliezer coming, sitting. Now, when they were coming, Eliezer told Rebecca, that is your groom waiting for you there. So when they got there, they got down from the camel. You can go and read. And then he handed over Rebecca to Isaac and they entered into his father's house. Now, during the rapture, Jesus will come in the clouds. And the Bible says, within the twinkle of an eye, those which shall hear his voice, we shall see him. We shall be caught up by the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is the Eliezer on the earth today. That has come to prepare the church for his groom. Now he's preparing us with a lot of things. You see, all the pains you are going through is part of the preparation. All the difficulties you are going through is part of the preparation, you see. Because I believe that piercing your ears with earring as a woman is not, deep, it's not easy. It's painful, isn't it? But at the end of the day, it gives you glory. <laughs> Can I show you something? Proverbs chapter 25 verse 12. When you humbly receive wise corrections, 
it adorns your life with what? Beauty. And makes you what? A better person. So the Holy Ghost keeps just, you know, he keeps correcting us. Sometimes the correction is not easy. But do you know what he's doing to you? It is adorn. It's part of your adornment. Please allow the chastisement. Allow the correction. Because he's preparing you for your, for your, for your groom. And one day, when we are ready, and we look good like Esther. Do you know how long it took Esther to dress up to meet the king? One year. She prepared herself. Preparing herself. You know, and, and the king's servant was, was learning to pick the right ornament and the right dresses. Because Esther was not the only beautiful lady there. But she was the one that was rightly dressed. Because she asked, what entices the king? The Holy Ghost is the one that knows what God likes. So he's the one preparing you. Getting you ready to present you unto God. No pastor knows. We know by the spirit. And the only way we do is that we teach you God's word. The Holy Ghost will carry the word that you are doing. And then he begins to mold you properly. And present you to God. So one day when Jesus comes in. You see, Jesus will be pacing in the clouds. You will see. He will be going like this. Excited, waiting for us. His bride. Jesus is waiting for us. And then we shall be caught up. Pa, 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 pa. And then we shall say glory. Because we shall see the, We shall see our groom. And then when we all meet him. We shall now enter into his father's kingdom. And forever we shall reign. Are you with me? Is somebody ready for the meeting? When you hear of rapture. Don't let your hearts beat. Be excited. I just giving you. Right now, Jesus is there. He's thinking about us. And he knows the Holy Ghost is adorning you well. Yeah? When you come and you sleep in church, the Holy Ghost says, oh, but I saw one. One is sleeping. So let's wait. Let me try and see what I can do about him. Oh, I can't wait. See, anytime the devil threatens you with death, tell him it's an opportunity to see the face of my master. We don't die. We sleep here. We wake up there. And do you know the, person, the first person you meet? Him. Listen, let me show you how, to meet, how you can meet Jesus as the first person when you enter into heaven. Keep thinking about that tonight, today, from today. Say, Jesus, you are the one I want to see when I come to heaven. He will honor this prayer. Can I ask you a question? If thousand people say the same thing, can he show himself up to them at the same time? Yes, sir. How will he do it? I don't know. But he will do it. He will do it. That is what's going to happen. So you see, sometimes you are going through some problems, some trouble. I'm telling you, the best way to pray is not for yourself. Pray for other people. Pray for people. You are in two hours of prayer for people. You are putting the labor of people, the burdens of people on your shoulders. Don't you understand Jesus? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the Bible says what? And his government his government, governments are on shoulders. Burdens are on shoulders. Burdens are on shoulders. You are going to sleep. But there is a friend that told you that look, we are having challenges at home. Things are not good at home. That night you don't pray for yourself. That night you write your friend's name on paper and you spend some 30 minutes. The more you pray, the more you feel that the, the problem is increasing. That's what we call burden. You pray until you realize that now the burden has been lifted. Then you can call your friend and say, it is solved. Then another person calls you, oh Charlie, or you are talking to somebody at work or anywhere and you realize that they have problems. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your prayer topic, to labor for people in prayer. If you train yourself this way, when we get to heaven, the same people you labored for are the same people God will give you to take care of. One thing I told God and I keep telling God, I said, God, you see what I'm doing here teaching? I said, those who didn't get the message well, let me continue to teach them in heaven. So Jesse Duplantis went to heaven. And whilst the angel was taking him to see Jesus, he saw a lot of people grouped. And there was somebody sitting down there. And whilst he was going, the person shouted and said, Jesse! Jesse! So he came back and said, who, is this? who knows me here? <laughs> and then he saw Paul is short. So a short man just rose and came and said, how, no, he, he didn't get up. He just did it and said, how do you see my gospel? 
immediately he thought he was blaspheming. Because the gospel is Jesus. Why is Paul saying my gospel? Until the Lord showed him a scripture, Revelation chapter, uh, Romans chapter 2.16. He said, we shall all be judged according to my gospel. So, God, even Jesus belongs to Abraham. Are you aware? You are here looking for mansion. He said, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus, according to Look, when you know the word of God, there are things you ask for. Stop asking for, some of you get contest, you know, yogurts and pokey, pokey kind of reward. You know what Paul said in his word? He said, and God, the God we are going to, he said, and God shall be my price. When you guys have gotten your price, you, him, he is my price. I said, wow. It's, it's elevated. That's how I began to ask for things. One of the requests I asked, I said, God, when I come to heaven, I don't want to see any relative. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know I've been saying this all through. As I am entering into heaven, then I see somebody call me, hey, Kwesi. He said, oh, na, 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 na. <laughs> no. No, 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 send me heaven. Look, as I enter, I, oh, Jesus. Mommy, as I enter into heaven like this, I want to see Paul come. I want to see them. In fact, me, I have seen, I have, I have envisaged, and God must make it like that. I'm seeing Paul clapping. I'm seeing Peter clapping. Eh? I'm seeing James clapping. I'm seeing John clapping. And in their midst will come Jesus. Yeah. That is my desire. I prayed and I prayed one sometime for a whole day. I said, Lord, when I come to heaven, let me be one of the elders. Way before I got married. I don't know what you are asking for. Some of us, what pushes us to do what we do is because of what we want. If you don't know what you want, you just do things anyhow. How can I be an elder when I'm lazy about the things of God? Yeah, Jesus is the truth. Learn everything about Jesus. It will show you the reality of the Father. It is my prayer that as you go home, may you have an appetite and zeal for the word of God. Fellowship and the word. Fellowship and the word. Fellowship and the word. You are sleeping and something is moving you to pray. You wake up in the morning and sleep is taken away from you and you get into the word of God. Let me give you an advice. Sleep with the messages. You have them on the podcast. Put them under your pillow. That's what I do. Sometimes I've done. I can feel the word of God entering in me like somebody's pouring water into me. It enters into me and I have dreams of the word. When I wake up, the scriptures are full in my mind. Do that. Keep the word under your... Listen. Devote yourself to the word. The only thing, the, the only two things that are going to show your authenticity in Christ is the word and prayer. It will show you, it will review you in 2023. It's going to review you. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know one amazing thing about heaven? There are no churches there. There's no Christ embassy. There's no word and spirit. There's no assemblies of God. There's no you see faithfulness. There's no that Satan, you are dead forever, international. There's nothing. It is the bride. You know, I thank God I am going to get married to God. Do you understand? It is like a black person that is going to get married to a white person. Look, imagine a black person living in some slums. And he's going to marry maybe Bill Gates' son. You, you, I just want you to see the difference. Such an opportunity that you have given me. Mokan is saying, thank you for the opportunity. So you see, you, see, you see that woman in the slums, once she knows that I'm getting married and it is signed and sealed, whatever you say to her, she doesn't mind. Even if she doesn't have a lot to eat today, she doesn't mind. All she knows is that there's coming that one day when we shall be put together and that will be the end of my poverty. 
that will be the end of my cry my tears that will be the end of the pain that will be end of everything if you have this that is what grace does can i show you one scripture please don't miss this year's school of the word i'm going to walk you through just simple how to study the word you'll be carried away I've started preparing it. This year, we are having five days, not three days. We are having five solid days. Because, mommy, I realized the problem of the church is the word. How to study it. Because we don't study it, everybody says anything, anyhow. And they want to make it truth. It's not every doctrine that is truth. Neither is there. It's not every scripture that is truth. Otherwise, he won't tell you. Study to make yourself what? Approved. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Even the word of truth, you must rightly divide it. So you don't just speak. I just showed you about stones. I just showed you about John chapter 1 verse 18. No man has ever seen the father. For a long time, I also thought that, ah, then Elijah has never seen. Then, but the Bible says they were taken into heaven. And they can't be in heaven without seeing. So, which means that the seeing there is not seen. But he's saying that nobody knows the reality of God. Except the only begotten son. He came to declare him, to make him known, to reveal him as truth. So, he came. As what? Grace and truth. You see this thing you know? You have finished doctorate class. Masters. Masters and... Hey, doctorate. Masters. Then when you start talking about the coexistence and the co-inheritance of God, that is the doctorate. No, how is it possible? Crystal, how is it possible that I'm standing here, I'm the Holy Ghost, yet I am God? The Father. Yet you are seeing Holy Ghost. Yet you are seeing the Father. Yet you are seeing the Holy Ghost. Yes, you are seeing the Son. How is it possible? It's not like their their head. This one head is going and you know what I mean. It's not like there are three three people standing there and you are, no. It's one. Philip says, "Show us the Father." He said, "Philip, for a long time you are telling me to sh- to show you the Father." He said, "If you have seen me, the Son, you have seen the Father." And how is it possible that the Father is in the Son? And the Son is in the Father. And the Holy Ghost is in the Son. And the Holy Ghost is in the Father. And the Father is in the Holy Ghost. And the, Can you imagine the intertwinement, intertwinement of the intertwine? Yet, there is no linkage. Yet, they don't complete. Yet, there is no pain. Yet, it is reality. This is Professor Emeritus. Are you with me? Yes, the school of the word, you will hear things that your head will get off and come back. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond Night at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Frenessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen Jedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-275100800. 
So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. Victory.